Welcome to Access College on KPFK 90.7 Los Angeles, a show devoted to helping students and families get better information about college admissions and better access to higher education. I'm your host, Jenny Umhofer. Today's show is part of a series that takes a closer look at college admissions from several very specific perspectives. Today's perspective, the transfer admissions process. Some years ago, a student known to his friends as Barry was attending Occidental College here in Los Angeles. Occidental is a wonderful school, but Barry felt alone and out of place and decided he wanted a more urban environment. So he decided to transfer, and the following year, Barry was one of 67 transfer students who matriculated to Columbia University in New York City. Barry would go on to Harvard Law School, the United States Senate, and ultimately the White House. That's right, Barry was Barack Obama. The President of the United States was a transfer student. In this episode of Access College, we'll get inside the transfer admissions process and explore how it works, what to do, and what not to do in applying to college as a transfer student. Today on Access College, transference in college admissions. Transferring to a different college happens all the time for all sorts of different reasons. Some students start at a community college, planning from the start to transfer after two years. Other students transfer after doing well enough to aim for a better school or looking for a better fit. Still others transfer for financial, family, or personal reasons. No matter the reasons for transferring, there are a few critical things students should know and do to maximize their chances of transfer success. Today we'll be talking to several experts in transfer admissions to give students and families a map and a compass to navigate the transfer process. We kick things off today with a very special guest who comes to us from all the way across the room. Yes, my awesome intern and sound editor for this very show, Colin Chalmers, is a transfer student in the making. He's at LA Valley College pursuing his passion for radio broadcasting and audio engineering, and he's on the path to transfer to a four-year college. Colin, thanks for being here. Well, thanks for having me on the show. You're here at the station a lot. Let's start with that. How did your work here come about, and how does it fit into your studies? Well, I got into the broadcasting pro- program at LAVC, uh, Los Angeles Valley College. That's where I'm currently attending. And uh, professor, uh, the professor there, uh, Professor Beaton, who is the head broadcasting professor, brought us over here to do intern work. And it started basic, just answering the phones, not really working on any shows just yet. And then that kind of went away. Uh, But a friend of mine who was interning here said, hey, uh, there's a show that needs an editor. And then they pointed you guys in my direction. And I said, I guess I'll do it. (laughs) I'm free. I can do it. And and that's all she wrote. I plan on going to CSUN. It's really easy to transfer community colleges to state schools. And it's really accommodating, and they have a really good broadcasting program, so I'm pretty excited about that. You know, I've done all the radio classes, I did the television class, I've done the voice acting class, I did the screenwriting class. Oh, yeah, uh, film aesthetics, that was another one we had to take, that was a lot of fun. So I've, take, I've taken them all. How did you decide where you wanted to transfer to? What, what was it about CSUN that made it so attractive? Well, it, it's, it's close by. I didn't want to go far. Uh, I have a couple of friends who go there, and they say really good things about it. They got a cool radio and television program, and that really interests me. And I'm like, why not? It's also a lot more affordable than a UC school. When you graduated from high school, you didn't go right into community college? You took some time off? No, I just worked. You know, I I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. 
Uh, eventually, I thought, hey, I'll go to I'll go to school for computers and stuff like that because I'm good at that. My dad's like, if you're good at that, if that's you wanted to do it. I started doing it, and I'm like, this is boring. I'm not having fun with this. So I just went to I went decided to go to community college and just took some random classes, and I stumbled into a broadcasting class. And I'm like, this is a lot of fun. I always loved talk radio as a kid and still do, and I love podcasts now. And I'm just like, oh, wow, perfect. This is fun. I like this. I want to do this. Every semester I go, and I'm like, just, just tell me what classes I need to take right now, and then I'll just sign up for them, and then I'll see you guys in a couple months, and we'll do this again. What kinds of challenges have you encountered in preparing to transfer? Well, like I said before, confusion with counselor meetings and getting a hold of a counselor. Everyone wants to meet with a counselor constantly uh, because, you know, everyone wants to know what they need to do. They're trying to, like, check on their units. They want to see their GPA. And some of the information online is a little bit confusing and not, it doesn't really, it's not clear. So you go and see a counselor and they explain things for you. But sometimes it takes a week or two of, of waiting to finally get an appointment. Mostly the paperwork and the bureaucracy of it all. I kind of jumped into broadcasting early and I did all the fun classes early. So now I'm doing all the, the classes I don't want to take. I wish I had done that first, gotten the math and the English and the science, all that out of the way. And then now work, work on the broadcasting classes. It would have been a little bit more relaxed, I want to say. And now instead I'm just piling them all on. But you know, it turns out I'm actually enjoying them a lot more than I thought I would. That's the best thing about school really is just I've learned so much, things I didn't think I'd ever learn, things about history, just like the, everything, just the way, the way things are from a scientific standpoint and a philosophical standpoint. It just blows my mind how, how cool it is. Yeah, I wish I had started with the core stuff sooner as opposed to waiting till the end. But, you know, it's fine. It's not, it's not a big deal. Minor complaint. Community college is a lot of fun. Some people look down on it, but it, it's really beneficial. Even, even if you just do there, the two years there and not go for and just transfer, don't go for an AA or any, or any certificates, it's still great because it saves you a lot of money because then you only do two years of a four-year university because college is so expensive these days. Finally, the toughest question. What's your favorite radio show to work on here at KPFK? Ooh, I don't listen to radio. No, I'm kidding. Um, Access College, for sure. Well, thank you so much <laughs> for being on the show, Colin. I really appreciate your comments. Oh, you're welcome. We turn from a novice to an expert in the transfer process. Sunday Salter, the Director of Transfer Services at L.A. Pierce College, has shepherded hundreds of students through the transfer process over the past several years and is a wealth of information about transferring from a community college into a four-year institution. So I'm here with Sunday Salter, an expert in transfer admissions. Sunday is an academic counselor and director for transfer services at Los Angeles Pierce College, a local community college. And she is a board member of the Western Association for College Admission Counseling. She's helped hundreds of students navigate the process of transferring from a community college to colleges and universities throughout California. Thanks so much for being here, Sunday. Thank you for having me, Jenny. So tell us about what you do at Pierce College. Well, my job is great because half of my day is spent working with students one-on-one, -on -one, hearing about their lives and where they're at, and helping them meet their academic and career goals. We also help students choose their transfer institution where they'd be best have, find the best fit for their major and their interest. And then the other half of my day is spent doing programming for the, the campus, so transfer services in general, how to help faculty help the students with the transfer process, educating our faculty on, you know, the, the ins and outs of, of what the students need to be prepared for, working with the other counselors so that they are prepared and understand all the new changes because the transfer process changes pretty regularly. 
Most of our students go to CSUN and UCLA. Those are our top two transfer institutions. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that is because they don't want to leave home. And I get it. It's gorgeous outside right now. Nobody wants to leave Los Angeles when, um, when you have such perfect weather. And being able to stay in their homes with their families, have the family support financially, have someone to help them through the educational process. Because for most of our students, they are the first in their family to go to college. And it's a very unknown world to them. And so I think that safety of being at home still provides the comfort that allows them to then go out and, and, and pursue their, their academic goals. In general, a student would come, ideally, to the community college right out of high school. And then, but really, they can come at any time, as most of our students do. They would complete 60 transferable units. And the way the tra units transfer is slightly different depending on the type of university. But we use the term transferable to reference UC, typically in CSU units, which are the state of California public institutions. So they complete those 60 units. They complete a series of general education courses that are mapped out depending upon their uh, university goal. And ideally, within those 60 units, they would complete their major preparation courses in addition to their general education. And then they would apply a year in advance uh, of when they actually want to transfer and they would then hopefully gain admission to one of their cho their choices. The reality is it, it takes longer than two years for many of our students, and the reason behind it is, well, come of late, it's been because it was difficult to get courses. You know, we had the budget crisis, and sections were closed of so, on so many campuses of classes, so students couldn't get their courses that they needed to complete in a timely manner. So it took them longer. But 71% of our students at Pierce College actually just attend part-time. They have jobs. They have families. They have lives. So mm -hmm. school is secondary for many of our students. Mm -hmm. And so if you're a part-time student, there's just no physical way that you could complete in two years. I would say on average it's between three and four years. If it's a STEM major, science, technology, engineering, or math, that's going to require a great more deal of major preparation courses, and those students take four at least. The UC system wants students to be full-time once they are admitted. The Cal State system, however, will allow students to be part-time, and so it can take longer. Mm -hmm. But you know, if you think about the units, typically a bachelor's degree is around 120 units, and that's ideally broken up. You know, The ideal way would be 60 at a community college, 60 at a university. If you're taking a full load coming in the summer, you can easily do it in two years at the community and then two years at the four-year. On our campus, we have 20,000 students. Roughly 60% of them have a goal of transferring. And we have around 12 full-time counselors. So if you think about that ratio. <laughs> wow. What is that ratio? <laughs> first, it's just not realistic to think to, that each student is going to be able to sit down and have a long you know, session with a counselor so that they can map out their educational plan. And so we've had to formulate new ways to approach this. And um, one of them is to do group sessions when students first arrive on campus. And that's what we're implementing now. And it's working really well. So those students come in groups. They get the basic information that applies to everyone. Mm -hmm. Then they have the option of making a one-on-one -on -one appointment or going into another group where they can get more detailed information about their major or their academic goal. What would you recommend are the steps that students need to take right away when they get to Pierce? 
um, or any community college in California? The first thing they should do is to do an orientation of some sort. Some schools offer an online orientation, some an in-person. And I know the online orientations can be very dry, and it's like going to traffic school online. You're just like clicking through the, the screens. However, it's a great deal of really helpful information. So if they actually spend the time to look at it, going to an in-person one is even better. Take their placement exams. So many of our students procrastinate on this. They don't want to take math or English. They've been doing that for all through high school. They're ready for something new and fun. And I understand that, but the sooner they take those placements tests and we can help them get into courses to complete those minimum requirements, they're going to be in in a lot better position. So taking those assessments and then enrolling in math and English right away. Mm -hmm. Those would be some of the first things they need to do. Mm -hmm. The next thing would be to get an education plan going. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we can do a very broad education plan if the student's undecided in their goal. That's, That's very easy to do. And they can see a counselor to do that. Some campuses, like I said, do groups where they do those first um, education plans. And then the next step would be to meet with someone one-on-one to come up with a more detailed plan once they've decided on their goals. Taking the math and English early not only helps them you know, have a baseline so that they do better in all their other academic areas, but it also helps them qualify for special programs that are available right now in the state, like the UC TAG program, the Transfer Admission Guarantee. That is a fabulous thing because, you know, everyone says there's no guarantees in life. But with this program, there really truly are. It's a guaranteed spot at one of the UCs, not Berkeley, L.A., or San Diego, mm-hmm. but the other UCs. Mm-hmm. And the requirements for the TAG change annually, but the requirement has held pretty standard throughout the years that the students have to complete their English, their college level English course and one transfer level math course early on in their academic career before they're applying to transfer. If they do that, they get the guarantee. So if a school is really wanting a letter of reference, the best letter you can get is from a professor in your major. And ideally, you would be thinking about that before you're taking these classes so that you know that you can forge positive relationships. I mean, that has so many benefits to the student. It, I mean, statistically, the students who make connections with their professors, by and large, are more successful. The CSU applications don't require any personal statements. It's really just a matter of answering the questions. And what a lot of our students get into trouble with on the CSU application process is they fail to submit transcripts on time. How do they get their transcripts? They have to go to the campus, typically, and submit uh, a request in person. Some campuses have an online method for doing that. Every community college offers workshops, application workshops. You know, they will walk you through every step-by-step what to do. Mm -hmm. And those, those workshops on our campus are usually pretty well attended. You, you know, those are, that's the best way to kind of make sure you're doing it right. Our students are amazing. Transfer students are different than students who go straight to a four-year in so many ways, but namely the resiliency they come out with on the other end is unbelievable. Well, thank you so much, Sunday. If you want to learn a little bit more about the L.A. Pierce College community, you can go to their website at www.piercecollege.edu. Thank you, Sunday. Thank you. <laughs> We pivot from the perspective of the schools students transfer from to the schools students transfer to. Rosa Pimentel is the Senior Associate Director of Recruitment for UCLA, and she oversees the admission of transfer students to UCLA. 
Joining us now is an expert in transfer admissions with more than 20 years of college admissions experience. Rosa Pimentel is the Senior Associate Director of Recruitment at UCLA, and she specializes in developing relationships with community colleges and various communities throughout California. Her extensive experience with transfer admissions extends back to her own undergraduate days when she transferred to UCLA from East LA College. Rosa, thanks for being with us today. Thank you, Jenny, for inviting me. So let's start with your own experience. Tell us about your path to UCLA as a transfer student. Well, you know, like many students, I came from a first-generation family, low income, and we lived in East Los Angeles, and I didn't really have a lot of knowledge, and we didn't have outreach programs back then when I was going to high school, and so there really wasn't anybody other than maybe a catalog to help me understand how to apply to college, how to prepare for it. I was a very good high school student, but... I decided to transfer because, one, it was less expensive, and two, I didn't really know what I wanted to major in in high school. I thought, like many students, I was going to be a pre-med student, and that didn't end up happening. I figured out that what I really wanted to do in life was help people, but then how do I turn that into a career? So I went to East Los Angeles Community College because that was the community college in my area. And I met a lot of faculty who actually were the key people who motivated me and helped me define my path to UCLA. And so looking at the catalog, getting in touch with the right counselor, talking to a faculty member who actually grew up in Lincoln Heights, where I grew up as well, um, really motivated me to understand that there's a lot of steps And it may not be easy at times because we're balancing work and family and other responsibilities, but that we're all capable academically. And so once I saw the rewards of getting the right coursework, doing it in time, getting the right grades, then it didn't seem so far away. Mostly our transfer students come from, over 90% of them come from the California community colleges, and most of them come from Southern California and Orange County, actually. And the University of California, because we are a system that's rather unique, there are 10 sister campuses and nine of them you can apply to right out of community college. Our philosophy is that we give preferential review to those students coming from California community colleges. Some of the UCs, UCLA is one of them, where we also give that same consideration to our sister campus transfer students, but only less than 4% of them apply to UCLA. So really the bulk of the students that we give primary review to and have primary consideration for in our review are the California community college students. And what percentage of transfer applicants get into UCLA these days? Yeah, that's a scary number when you just look at the number. So So it's roughly just under 30% uh, transfer students getting into uh, UCLA. But the main reason for that, actually, is we have 125 majors. Just think of that. We have 125 majors, more than 80 minors. But most students want the top 12 most highly selective majors. Mm -hmm. And so we spend a lot of time trying to help students understand that the major does not define your career. The University of California is a research institution. It's not going to teach you vocational technical training for the most part. And so you can be an English major and aspire to go to law school or medical school. And most families, most students either don't believe that or don't really understand how that can happen. So just under 30% for transfer applicants. Is that higher or lower than the first year 
applicant. That's actually admission. higher because for high school students or first year entry students, the average right now is 18%. Oh my goodness. Yes, yes, wow. it's less than one in four. Wow. Yeah. So these are the minimum requirements for most public universities, the University of California, and, and of course the Cal State University system. But since we're focusing on UC, um, a student does need to be at junior level. So they need to have 60 transferable semester units bef uh, by the time they enroll at the University of California. Most of their coursework that's significant, and we'll get into that in a little bit, which is the lower division preparation courses for their major, also have to be done the spring before they enter. So those are very important facts to remember. Then also the average GPA or the minimum GPA for UCLA we like to use 3.2 only because we are highly selective. It would be different for the whole entire system. The UC, it's a little bit lower. It's about a 2.4. But unfortunately, there are many majors at UCLA that you would not have access to. So that's just the reality of it. So preparation is very, very, very key. Then we're also looking at coursework, which unfortunately, students, if you don't plan ahead of time, you won't take these courses early enough in your career to make a difference. So two, two areas that are very important are the two years of transferable English, which for some reason students won't take early in their career. They wait till the very last minute. Sometimes it may be because they have to build up to the transferable levels to, to be able to take those courses. Other times they may be phobic. They don't think they can write well, so they delay and delay. The other big one is math. The, you know, the one transferable math causes a lot of grief for students because if they wait to the last minute and if they wait until the spring before they're going to apply, if they are going to get a D, you know, or an F, then they've just locked themselves out because they really can't, don't have time to repeat it again. And then, of course, you know, the last requirement is that you need to take four courses in two different subject areas. We group them as um, humanities and the arts social science and behavioral sciences, and physical and biological sciences. So people don't have a problem meeting that last requirement. It's really the transferable math and the two English courses are problematic. If people look at uh, a particular website, www.assist, it's A-S-S-I-S-T dot O-R-G, that is like the magic pathway to finding out any college that you want to go to, any four-year college, and you're transferring from a community college. You put in the name of the community college, the name of the four-year school, the major that you're interested in, and it will pop out with the courses that you need to take at your particular community college. Every community college has a transfer center, a transfer center director, a counselor, a coordinator, whatever the title of the person is, they are your resource at the community college to be able to be knowledgeable. They come to our uh, workshops at the UC, at UCLA. We hold many of them for them. We give them the most up-to-date information. They understand our process of selection, and they can help guide you. And also, they have direct contact with me, with my staff, my transfer uh, admission staff. We're here to help you and guide you and help you not make the same mistakes that perhaps other students might have made. If you're at a four-year college and you don't have anyone at your mm -hmm. four-year college, what would you suggest? Just go ahead and contact the UC, UCLA, you, <laughs> someone directly? Yeah, or, I mean, I think it would be really, really important for them 
right off the bat, as soon as they know that they may want to transfer from the four-year school that they're attending, is to make contact with the admissions office, make contact with the recruitment unit. It could be myself. You can start with somebody like me. I have staff. I can then refer you to the appropriate person who might be servicing your geographic area. And they can then sit down with your transcripts and you and discuss, you know, what a plan to make a plan for you so that you can then take the correct courses. In the University of California, there are two personal statements, so we don't call them essays because they're not a writing sample. I see. There's a difference. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's important because, again, I said life story. So we want to know more about you as a person. What have you accomplished? Uh, what have been, if any, obstacles, hardships? Um, what, ha what are you the most proud of that you've accomplished? It could be just, you know, working and supporting your family, that's huge. Maybe you're a veteran. Maybe you've had this wonderful experience and maybe you're one of those few lucky people that have gone to the Olympics or you're very athletic. We're really interested in knowing you and what makes you tick and how wonderful you're going to be and add to the conversation in the classroom. We do offer admissions roughly to just over 5,000 students out of that 20,000 each fall. And we enroll roughly, you know, just a little bit over 3,100 each year. So you go from 20,000 to about 3,100. So that's a big gap. And so how do you stand out? You stand out by doing extraordinarily well in your classes, make progression, tell us about things that have happened to you, positive, perhaps obstacles. Unlike the high school students, it's not mandatory for a transfer student to have a high level of extracurriculars because you're already dealing with life. You don't need extracurriculars unless that's something that's very important to you, you're passionate about something. We have a very strong history of a strong transfer culture at UCLA, which means that we have the most transfer students than any other university in California Wow! historically. And so we have programs like our Bruin Resource Center, which is staffed with advisors who just dedicate themselves to undergraduates who transferred into UCLA and help them transition and provide services or just a cool place to hang out with other transfer students. Visit the campuses and see which one is the right fit don't just go by the popular name. Very proud of UCLA, but it may not be the best fit for everybody because maybe our majors are not exactly what you're thinking. Communication is not broadcasting at UCLA. Our main uh, website for UCLA for any question that you have, you want to be linked to anything at UCLA, is the www.admissions, A-D-M-I-S-S-I-O-N-S dot UCLA dot E-D-U. And then when you go to that website, you click transfer students, and it will open up the whole world to you. We have our own uh, webinars with a chat function that go on for transfer students from UCLA. It's called Prep Talk. It's all one word, P-R-E-P-T-A-L-K dot TV. You just have to sign on. It's free, but then you have access to all our webinars. It's all our presentations on how to apply, how to write the personal statement, how to prepare for UCLA academically, choosing major versus career. We have a lot of topics on there. So there's a lot of resources on there, and it's a good first way to start. Great. Thank you, Rosa. No problem. Thank you. <laughs> what emerges from all the people I've talked to about transfer admissions and my experience as an admissions officer handling transfer applications are several keys to transfer success. Number one, pick and plan. Pick your major early and develop an academic plan to take you through your college years. Number two, do the basics early. Take math and writing early in your first year 
Get those prerequisites done first. Number three, orient yourself. Enroll in the orientation program at your community college and at your target college. Number four, don't give up. Sometimes the transfer process takes longer and sometimes life gets in the way. But stick with it and see the process through. You'll thank yourself for it. Number five, be present. Don't get so caught up in the next step that you miss the step you're on. The transfer process is a chance to get a great education in two places. Be where you are and enjoy it. It's your education, so savor it. That's probably good advice for any student applying for or going to college. It's so easy to get caught up in the processes and the next step that we forget where we are and miss all the good things happening to us right now. So take a breath. Be right here. Yes, there's work to be done, but being present with it, the good parts and the hard parts, may be the very best thing for you in your education and in your life. Tune in next Sunday at 1.30 p.m. as we discuss another perspective on the college admissions process. College counseling. I'd like to thank my superb intern and editor, Colin Chalmers, Sunday Salter of L.A. Pierce College, Rosa Pimentel of UCLA, and my assistant producer, Ashley Sim. If you'd like to learn more about my work with students and families, please visit thecolledge.org. That's T-H-E-C-O-L-L-E-D-G-E dot org. This is your host, Jenny Umhofer, on Access College on KPFK 90.7 Los Angeles. Until next time.